Hello, it is Ryan, and we could all use an extra bright spot in our day, couldn't we? Just to make up for things like sitting in traffic, doing the dishes, counting your steps, you know, all the mundane stuff. That is why I'm such a big fan of Chumba Casino. Chumba Casino has all your favorite social casino style games that you can play for free anytime, anywhere with daily bonuses. That should brighten your day a little. Actually, a lot. So sign up now at ChumbaCasino.com. That's ChumbaCasino.com. No purchase necessary. VTW. Void. We're prohibited by law. See terms and conditions. 18 plus. Blog Talk Radio. Good morning. Good afternoon. Good evening. No matter where you're listening, around the world, this is Sedona Talk Radio. Welcome, everyone. This is Melissa Boyd with Spiritual Tools. Today is September 10th, 2015, and thank you for joining me. If you're new to Spiritual Tools, welcome. We are a talk show that focuses on spiritual aspects of life and ways to really live in a deeper, higher vibration. I am a vibrational, intuitive, and business strategist. And I'm located in Kennebunk, Maine, and do readings worldwide through um, phone and Skype. So if you're joining us for the first time, I want to welcome you. I do want to talk about some upcoming events that I have if you're in New England. I will be doing vibrational yoga. That's yoga. And also spirit messages. So I will channel your loved ones from spirit. I will be at Creating Spaces in Portland, Maine this weekend, September 13th. There are some spaces left from 1 to 4.30 p.m. I'll be back at Greener Pastures in West Falmouth, Maine, October 3rd and 4th, so you can come either day, and that's from 1 to 4.30. And we have such a wonderful time. We do yoga. We deepen your soul's purpose. Open up your chakras. Each person gets a a gift bag for soul development and then a little break and then come back in and we ask spirit to step forward. So those are the upcoming events that I have. And next week I'll be celebrating my six-month show. So um, do tune in for that. But tonight I have a very special guest. Tonight we're going to talk about the power of exercise. And many of you have heard me talk about my struggle with weight and being um, over 300 pounds and really struggling with, you know, how do I, how do I deal with this? Um, it took me about two years. I did lose, or I say release, 150 pounds with the help of yoga and diet. But I found myself in a place where I had lost the weight but really hadn't gained the strength in my body. And I was looking around at different places and over those, um, this has been 10 years now, I had joined so many different gyms and different places and fat loss programs and never really found something that worked until I joined Sperling Training Systems. And my guest tonight is Doug Sperling. And I'm going to read his bio, but I do want to talk a little bit personally um, because I, I, I have been working with him and his staff for over the past year and really have gained um, strengthen my body and a new confidence uh, as well within, within myself from doing this exercise. And, and um, Doug has so much experience in this, and so this is just so exciting to have him on the show. So let me tell you about Doug. Doug is president and founder of Sperling Training Systems. Sperling Training Systems is a performance and fat loss training gym. They provide personal training services for people looking to change their life. Originally from Haverhill, Mass., 
he graduated from University of New England with a Bachelor of Art in Applied Exercise Science in 2010. Following the University of New England, Doug enrolled in the United States Sports Academy's Master of Sports program and received his graduate degree in 2015. He has several years of experience as a personal trainer for general fitness and a strength and conditioning coach for athletes. His certifications from the National Strength and Conditioning Association include Certified Strength and Conditioning Specialist and Certified Personal Trainer. His website is SperlingTrainingSystems.com. And, Doug, I am so excited to have you on the show because you have helped me um, tremendously and really um, motivating me to really change my life. So thank you. Thank you, Melissa. I appreciate you having me on. Absolutely. So um, exercise, you know, when I talked about having you on the show, I was thinking of, you know, some of my listeners and people that I sit with. um, And people, you know, I think people really struggle with, you know, this this whole idea of exercise and and why we do it, how to come into it. Um, Tell us a little bit about yourself and, and how you got into exercise and coaching. Yes, definitely. So um, I kind of a similar story to you. Um, I went into high school weighing approximately 350, 360 pounds um, and and never really grew up in a very uh, unhealthy family uh, and and never really realized what I was doing at that young age to my body Um, and was very fortunate at a young age at 14 years old that was kind of the legal work age. I um, decided to send an email to the local hospital and uh, just kind of looking for work and decided um, that I didn't want to kind of do your traditional grocery store job as a young high school kid. I wanted something a little bit different. And um, just as it worked out, I received an email back from the hospital and they had an opening for a physical therapist aid trainee. Uh, long story short, did the interview and, and was really kind of a, um, a, a, an assistant to an assistant uh, in, a, in the physical therapy clinic. And that kind of got me into the whole health, fitness, medical field. Um, I then proceeded through high school to um, transition more into the medical side where I, uh, in high school, got a uh, certification for a nursing assistant. So I worked with uh, Alzheimer's and dementia residents in nursing homes, not only on their, um, you know, activities of daily living, but a lot on the rehab side of things. Um, But throughout high school and as I went into the University of New England, really finally realized what I was doing to my body and, and kind of realized the uh, unhealthy lifestyle that I I had I was living and uh over the course of about a year uh lost well over hundred pounds and um met a really good mentor of mine, uh Heath Pierce. He's the director of the exercise science program over at University of Illinois. And he uh was helping me out. I, I ended up going to uni because of the um physical therapist that I met with at that first job. Um Right at 14, they had recommended uh, UNE. And I went there and just kind of fell in love, met Heath, and he was and still is my mentor um, and, and really showed me the benefits of now that I kind of went through that journey of, of uh, changing my life and changing my lifestyle, um, you know, kind of showed me the way on, on how I can help other people go through that. Um, so got some got some great experience with, with all different populations um, and then ultimately decided that uh, – the, the typical model that most people um, 
try to follow in a gym setting is, is really setting you up for failure. And I'm sure we'll talk about um, the, the typical gym wow. model doesn't give most people structure. So um, that's when we decided to uh, open up the own, our own business. So That's phenomenal. I mean, what a story. That is just really inspiring um, to, to make that change. And I'm sure as you know and I know is that, you know, what I really appreciate about what I really appreciate about scaling training systems and about coaching and, and your work um, and and help is that you really have developed a model where it really is um, encouraging people. And I do love that you talk about changing your life, not you know um, being exactly you know a certain weight to keep up with other people. It's it's really about um, finding that healthy balance, isn't it? Definitely, yeah. I mean, I think our 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 motto and our kind of tagline is is we change lives, and it's it's so much more than just the the strength component, the the physical, what the scale says. Um, and like I like I mentioned, the the typical gym model, you you basically are left on your own. You maybe you know you pay a, a monthly fee and you go and rent your equipment, and um, you know that most people don't know what to do on their own, and, and that's totally understandable, but I tried to create a model where, um, you know, you're going to have that coaching, that support, that accountability, that motivation um, right there with you at, at every single workout. Yeah, can you can you talk a little bit about your model that you've developed and what your vision is for fitness and exercise for your clients? Definitely. So, um, you know, the the what we do is what we call a semi-private model. So we know that in fitness – People, like we talked about, people need help. They need direction. They need support. They need accountability. But do you really need somebody there every single step of the way, every single set, every single rep, every single movement, breathing down your neck? Not really. That's what most people would consider to be personal training. So you hire a trainer, and they work with you one-on-one, and they're there the entire time. Um, With our model, we kind of blend the benefit of that, but also blend more of that group um, atmosphere because we know that the group accountability and having other people that are there that are going through the same struggles as you that you can relate to is also important. Um, not to mention the financial side of, of having a trainer more than one or two days a week for most people um, is is not doable. So with our model, you are able to follow your own custom program while other people are also there following their own custom program and then you have one of our, we call them coaches, and I'll talk about that in a minute why, um, our coaches on the floor to help you, whether it be with an exercise technique, picking the appropriate weight, uh, but more so the reason why we call them coaches is to coach you, which is like we talked about so much more than just the, what I call the X's and the O's. It's so much more about more than just how to do an exercise. It's the, the accountability, the motivation, the support, the what you're dealing with outside of the four walls of the gym that those are really the barriers, um, the barriers that you're trying to get over is truly outside of outside of the gym. Um, so that's the reason, one of the many reasons why uh, our team of coaches is not called trainers because our industry is very unregulated. Anybody can become a trainer, and not only on the education side of things, um, all, all of our coaches have you know uh, college degrees, and, and it's important to know the science. Um, and very few trainers have any formal education. It's it's very easy to classify yourself as a personal trainer with a simple uh, online or weekend course. 
So we try to pride ourselves on, on very educated, but also the word coaching is kind of summarizes our philosophy of it's it's about the entire 168 hours in a week, or it's about it's about your entire life. It's it's the nutrition, it's the exercise, it's the you know obviously the spiritual, it's the stuff that's going on outside of outside of the four walls of the gym that play a large factor. Uh, and so that's kind of been my vision and, and hence my team's vision for kind of changing the way fitness is done. Most people are, are really just kind of left on their own um, and they don't get the support and the accountability that they need. Oh, gosh, absolutely. And, you know, what's so interesting is, uh, you know, I was telling you recently, you know, I, I joined, um, I think, a year ago last month. And I think I, because I was away, I missed maybe a week or two. And I've never been able to be accountable to exercise. And it's just, it's really the um, the support that I receive. And, um, you know, I get excited about coming and being a part of it. And the one thing I want to say, too, which is, Sometimes um, a stereotype is that people, I'll tell people where I go to, I'll, I'll, I'll tell people in town, you know, I go to spelling training systems, and they said, oh, it must be all men. And I said, actually, no. <laughs> and I believe as 80 or 90% of the clients are women. Yeah, we, um, and, again, and again, we'll try not to uh, do a stereotype here, but 93% of our clientele are women. And um, the, I, I firmly believe the reason for that is, you know, um, Men, men traditionally are, are they may not know, but they're they're they've been taught that they're supposed to know what they're doing in the gym, and they may not take direction. You know, we're we're an all male staff of of coaches, so they may not take direction from a young male about you know, hey, you got to lighten the weight or you got to you know fix your technique before you add more weight or um, whatever it may be. Females traditionally um, like the group support, like the accountability and more so are, are probably intimidated by the typical gym. Um, so, yeah, we we, um, we really pride ourselves on working kind of with the the female population, but more so what we call kind of our, our busy ladies, our ladies that are taking care of everybody else before themselves. They're taking care of their kids. They're taking care of their family, their spouse, whatever it may be. They're, they're so used to taking care of everybody else first, and by the time it comes down to taking care of themselves, there's no time left in the day. So, we really work with our, our females especially to pencil in some time for themselves and we always get lots of positive feedback that, you know, the the, the two to three hours that they're with us a week is is it's their time to get away, it's their stress relief. So um yeah, it, it's it's uh in the beginning we had about a fifty fifty split of adults and athletes and we started realizing that um, you know, we like working with the youth athletes, we like working with the um, kind of the, the clients that need support and direction. So that would be your youth clientele who don't really shouldn't be in a gym by themselves, and their parents want them to um, make sure that they're supervised and not just doing their own thing. But more so, um, we've we've really been niching in onto these um, our, our busy ladies that are are just not taking enough time to take care of themselves. Oh yeah, and it's just it's just wonderful. And you know, um, you know, we talked about you know um, exercise, and so many of our listeners are, are are spiritual and focus a lot on the mind and meditating and things like this. And I think sometimes that you know we forget about the body. And I know that you know um, there's a lot of benefits that exercise has on the body. Can you talk about some of the um, the benefits that exercise actually has on the mind or the immune system or the body? 
Yeah, definitely. I mean, I could go on for days on that, but the the uh, the basics of it is, you know, the exercise is your, let's start with the immune system. Your immune system is what kind of keeps you going, keeps you healthy. And think of exercise as, as, as it's kind of lighting it up and it's kind of making it move a little faster. So when, if you have, you know, um, bacteria in your in your lungs and you're about to get sick, when normally if you were sedentary, that bacteria would turn into some type of small cold or flu. If you're physically active, you notice that you're not sick as often because you're you're active, the blood's flowing more, and it just kind of moves everything out and flushes everything out. Um, speaking a little science here, but the your your white blood cells are, are kind of what uh, on, on the health side of things are what a lot of a lot of people pay attention to. They're what really fight the disease. Um, but the with with physical activity, the it, it really prevents the the white blood cells or it helps the white blood cells fight that disease even more um mentally it, i mean it's really it slows down the release we have a lot of um uh like cortisol a lot of stress related hormones that are released and um that can cause weight gain that can cause you know overeating all that other stuff and exercise really does a good job at slowing down they're going to be released no matter what but exercise does a really good job at slowing down that release and um, just just really helps kind of lower your stress level. And then mentally, like I said, uh, we we try to strive for the three hours on average. Most clients spend three hours a week with us, and our goal is the three hours that you're here with us a week are the best hours of your day. So we're competing against you know your social life, your work life, your family life, whatever it may be, and, and we try to really make this your time to try to relieve that stress, to try to get that mental clarity and. You know, you notice that when you're exercising, you're much more clear, you're much more focused, and you have a lot more energy. It's so true. It really does. And um, it's it's hard sometimes to, um, you know, we don't, always, we don't always think about that. We don't always think about how the immune system can, can help us in that way. And, um, and keeping a, body, a healthy body is so important, you know, um, to, to, our, to us. And can you talk about that, keeping a healthy body? Like, you know, I think with aging, too, you talked earlier about working with Alzheimer's, and I think working with, with you know, keeping the body healthy also helps with um, reducing diseases in the long run. Yeah, definitely. I mean, there's if you if you look at the research and you look at the science, the, the people that are active more are always, are always going to live longer. I always I – always, um, give a nice, a nice, you know, if you can kind of visualize a triangle and you have at each corner, you have uh, three things. One in each corner, you have exercise in one corner, sleep in one corner and nutrition in the other corner. And those three things are, are kind of crucial and, and it's an equal triangle. So all of those are just as important um, to living longer and living a healthier life, making sure that you're sleeping enough, making sure that you are having good nutrition and then exercising on a regular basis, whether it be for, you know, fighting illness and, or, or, or just in general living longer. Um, the interesting thing, a good, a good statistic or kind of a, an eye opener that I like to tell people is if I am 55 years old and I'm exercising and the, my, my friend is also 55 years old and is not exercising. Research shows that, 
within the next 10 years, my friend is going to pass away and I will live well into my 80s. Average research um, has shown that. So the, um, you know, the, the whole fighting of, uh, of cancer as well, exercise has been proven to kind of help with, um, with preventing cancer and not only preventing it, but should, uh, God forbid, somebody, you know, get diagnosed with cancer while they're, while they're fighting it, exercise is, is definitely a big um, effect on, on keeping up that immune system and keeping their strength up. Um, the, an, another kind of my final thought on that would be falls. If uh, another kind of scary statistic, if, if you, going back to that friend, and I believe in that same in that same study, uh, you and your friend, both 55 years old, if uh, if if one of them falls and one of them gets cancer on the same day, the person that falls is more likely to to pass away sooner than cancer because of the way medical technology is is evolving. Hopefully, we'll find a cure for cancer. And you fall, and your friend gets diagnosed with cancer, the person who falls is more likely to pass away sooner. And it's not necessarily due to the fall, but what caused mm. you to fall. Most people that fall, are, it's usually a, it's usually because you were weak and, you know, you may have broken broken your, your bone and then all of a sudden you're in the hospital and then when you're in the hospital you catch pneumonia and everything kind of it trickles from there. So the fall was kind of just the mechanism that caused this whole trickle effect, but it all cycles back to... If you were active and healthy, that 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 probably could have been prevented. Oh, a hundred percent. And you know, it's funny as you were talking. I was thinking um, when we were talking about the immune system and doing, um, you know, doing exercise. And I can remember, um, you know, I think it was my made my fourth month there. You know, weight started going up, and I started working a little bit harder. And I, I noticed that as I as I pushed through and um, I started getting like almost like a euphoric effect in my brain. Like I would start to get really excited and that's, um, is that like an endorphin, um, energy that starts to get as you, as you exercise your body, your endorphins get turned on. Is that, that what that's called? Yeah, yeah, definitely. Yeah. I mean, that's, that's kind of, um, you know, some of, some of you may be uh, familiar with kind of the, the, what they call the runner's high. Um, and, and really that's, that's, and running is, is just a form of exercise, but that really, uh, stems from any type of exercise. The the endorphins that are released, it, it's it's crazy the amount of mental clarity, focus, energy. They always tell business owners to um, exercise first thing in the morning, and I'm sure that 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 could apply to really anybody. Um, and, mm. and obviously schedule schedule permits that, but the reason behind that is because if the first thing you do is wake up and check your emails and, and check your phone and, and start handling your work stuff automatically you've, you've set your day up for kind of failure. You've already got a ton of stress. You've got no mental clarity. You're kind of all over the place. But if you start immediately off with exercise, you just you, you get those endorphins. You get that energy for the day. You get that mental clarity for the day, and it just sets your day up for, for success. Oh, that's awesome. And that kind of leads into an, another question I was going to ask you. So, you know, if people don't live in Maine, if they don't live in Kennebunk and they join Sperling Training Systems, um, what would some tips that you would um, you would give our listeners about how they can meet their fitness goals or say someone is listening and saying, like, I don't even know where to start, what would your advice be to them? My my best piece of advice is, and this is, this is irrelevant to where you live, is to sweat every single day. There's 
there's multiple avenues of exercise. Some people prefer yoga. Some people prefer Pilates. Some people prefer a spin class. Some people prefer, you know, going for a hike. And strength training, I'm a little biased to strength training because it has all the benefits of any type of exercise routine um, with much more benefit, talking more muscle strength and preventing osteoporosis, all that side where nobody's really going to see a harmful effect of not getting stronger. Your traditional cardio events, say going for a walk or going for a hike, um, those are great and, and that's probably probably the easier place to start. Um, but that only takes care of one muscle in your body, which is your heart. So that that takes care of the heart where if you start with a very easy, even body weight strength training routine, which I'll talk about in a minute, um, then all of a sudden you start getting your muscles involved so you can not only build that lean muscle and get stronger to prevent injury, we talked about the immune system, all that stuff. The the reason why our model is has a little bit more focus on strength training compared to cardio is, one, you can do your cardio anywhere. You don't need to be inside four walls of a gym to do your, to do your cardio. And then the strength training side of it just has so many more benefits in addition to just working hard. But if I were just starting out, I would really, it, it's really about habit-based behavior changes. We, we coach a lot on changing people's habits. And right now, if your habit is wake up, take care of the kids, take care of the family, go to work, come home, cook dinner, sit on the couch, what we first have to do is change that habit. So it could just be getting up and before dinner or after dinner, the first thing in the morning, waking up, you know, 20 or 30 minutes early and going for a walk around the block. That would just that habit of doing something physically active. And then you can start searching out um, you know, different avenues and, and really find what you like because the, you know, I always say consistently good is better than inconsistently great. And what I mean by that mm-hmm. is it's better, to, it's better to do something that's just part of your day. It's, it's every single day than try to just, you know, kill yourself one day and then you don't do anything for another week or two and then you come back and, you, you know, you jump in and you try this exercise class that you saw your friends doing and you jump in and you and you're so sore you can't walk the next day. That's just, I think that's kind of how the fitness industry has, has trended is it's, you know, you have to be, you have to wake up the next morning and your legs have to be sore and you can't brush your teeth and all this other stuff. <laughs> and in reality, that's, it's not about, it's not about crushing yourself. It's not about beating yourself up. It's, it's really about making yourself better. Um, so, so in, in some, I would, I would really just say, get yourself in a habit of doing some physical activity and probably the easiest one, especially in the, in the spring, summer and fall seasons will be to just go out and go for a crisp walk. That seems very small, but it's not about the, the, the cardio effect or anything like that. It's more about the creating that habit. It's going to take about 21 days to make a habit. Um, and doing that for 21 straight days then just creates that habit of doing something physically active and then going in and, and picking the right method um, that you prefer. And, and there's really no, like we said, there's really no right um, answer. It's, it's really what you're going to correspond well with. That being said, I, I kind of, in, in the, at least in the beginning, until you really know what you want, find something that allows some type of personalization or individual, individualization. The trouble with some of these classes is there's, you know, 
20 different people in there and 20 different fitness levels and somebody's got an injury and somebody's brand new and somebody's been doing it for five years and they're all doing the same thing. And what it does is it makes the, the people that have been doing it for a long time look really good and then the people that are just starting out, they're trying to develop the habits themselves, they're, they're nervous and they just get themselves beat up because they can't keep up with everybody. So find something where it maybe has that group atmosphere but what you're doing is specific and individualized to you. Great advice. That's really great advice. Um, I, I love that. And I, um, you know, I love yoga and I talk about yoga and I do yoga, but I, I've, I've found that um, I needed to add something in and um, more of a strength based. And I, I do feel, um, you know, it, it gives me more confidence, I would say, doing the strength based than doing yoga. So it's, it's pretty amazing. Pretty amazing energy. Yeah, the the, um, the 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 effects of of strength training and and you know just for for me personally, I do I I do two days a week of strength training. That's it. Some people some people think that because of our model, all we do is strength training, and we definitely get that cardio in. I do two days of strength training, one day of what I call a recovery day, which is it's basically self guided yoga. So it's a lot of flexibility, stretching, trying to increase that range of motion in the joints. So I don't get super tight, and then I have two days where I do cardio, which I, I particularly don't care for traditional cardio where I'm on a machine. So maybe I I go for a jog, or I go for a hike, or I go for a walk on the beach, something just to kind of work that heart muscle because your heart is like anything else, your heart's a muscle. So um, yeah, it, it's it's finding finding a nice balance, um, and, and you know if you do if you do once you do find that. You'll you'll find that after, like I said, in roughly 21 days, you'll create a nice little habit. And uh, if you have a good support system around you, you can stick with it. And that's great. It's so great. And I want to just go back to the beginning. What you said in the beginning about your story, and you know, um, you know, keeping that weight off, and you know, working to have a healthy life, I think is so important. And I just want to say I've always admired that about you, and that's why I also think that your business is so wonderful because you really do walk the talk, you know, and that's so important, um, you know, when you're when you're doing that work. So I just want to personally thank you for that. So that's really important. Yeah. So awesome. um, I, I go ahead. Oh, go ahead. I, I think I was just that made me just say something that um, think of something that. You know, when you said uh, kind of walk the walk and, and uh, the the industry sometimes is, you know, the, the coaches have to walk around with, with six packs. And in reality, that's that's such a small, tiny, tiny population. And most people, in all honesty, would never benefit from that. Most people are just looking for, for general health and fitness. So we try to just pride ourselves on, you know, definitely living up to, you know, what we're telling our clients. But it's it's not about what the scale says. It's not about what you look like. It's about how you feel and 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 having that energy, having that mental clarity, so that you yourself are happy with where you're at in life. Mm. So I'll just put a plug out there for all my people who are listening, who are those medium people, the mediums of, out there that are listening tonight. Um, <laughs> you know, this um, I will say that personally for me. Um, doing this exercise has really increased my capability and my ability to do my job, which is to connect to spirit because I'm more grounded and more focused in my body. And um, 
I feel that when I get up on a stage, I'm also presenting myself in a, in a better way or holding my body in a new way. So there are a lot of benefits that are not just, um, you know, health-wise or physical. There's also some internal things and then also some spiritual things that really do, you know, open up the chakras and open up the energy. So you talked a little bit about, Doug, earlier, um, nutrition as well in that pyramid. Um, and so if someone's listening, what would you say some of the best foods to eat are to help build lean muscle? Because I think that people think, well, I can just grab anything. And um, what would you say would be good for people to um, to lean toward or some of the best foods in the industry that, you know, or that you've, you've studied or, or you, that you recommend to folks? Yeah, definitely. I think I think the first thing that comes to mind with nutrition before I get to kind of my favorite foods is don't have a fear of food. The, the right now the industry is kind of trending towards uh, making somebody afraid of a certain food. So you hear these articles where sugar is bad for you and caffeine is bad for you and carbohydrates are bad for you. And in reality, they're creating a fear. And when you're when you're afraid of something, you end up just going back to what you're comfortable with. And that's where the issue stems of traditionally probably what you're comfortable with is what you've been doing for the past 10 or 20 or 30 years. And obviously, if you're unhappy with your fitness and nutrition, what you were doing for the past 10, 20, or 30 years probably isn't working. Um, When it comes time to nutrition, the three things that I always start with is are you drinking enough water, are you getting enough vegetables, and are you getting enough protein? The trouble is, going back to what we always coach is behavioral-based habits, if you try to tackle everything, if you just say, all right, it's Monday, I'm going to revamp my entire diet, then you're, you're great for, you know, 7 to 14 days, and then you go into, you know, what pro- most people kind of know is that yo-yo effect. Um, and it's really because you're trying to overhaul, and you're not focusing on one or two what I call rocks, focusing on the rocks that make a big difference, not focusing on the little sand and pebbles so you read an article that says this particular food's bad and that particular food's bad, and those are sand and pebbles things that, that really is not applicable for somebody that's just starting out. You want to focus on those big rocks that are going to make a big difference so that you can stay motivated because now that you're doing those big rocks, you're seeing substantial difference. So my first recommendation, I know this isn't food, but my first recommendation would be to make sure you're drinking enough water. That's probably the number one issue with most people is when they're hungry, they are nine out of ten times simply dehydrated. So instead of grabbing more water, they just get more food. But in reality, if they just drank more water, they wouldn't have that hunger appetite. Um, so making sure you're staying fully hydrated as a rough, as a really, really rough um, idea, you're looking to get about a half an ounce per body uh, per body weight, a uh, p- pound of body weight. So if you weigh 200 pounds, you'd be looking to get at least 100 ounces fluid ounces of water in each day. So once you get the water down, then you want to look at getting enough protein in because protein is going to be your thing that keeps you full. So overall, the biggest issue with nutrition is portion control. It's not what you eat. It's the amount that you eat and how often you eat. So instead of having one serving, you think you're having one, but in reality you're having three or four, and it's because you're hungry. So if you if you get your protein right, that will keep you full so that you don't eat three or four portions of something. So 
good examples of protein would be all of your lean meats, all of your fishes, all of your dairy products like eggs and cheeses, um, and then, you know, your beans and legumes and all that stuff for um, your vegetarians out there. So the um, the protein is probably number two, and then number three would be your vegetables. So I always say try to eat the rainbow to try to throughout the week, make sure you get, you know, different color vegetables, but just varying it up and there's there's really no limit to the amount of vegetables you can have. There's so many good things to vegetables and there's about zero bad things to vegetables. So I always, if I'm preparing a meal, I will always get my protein source and get my vegetable source and I'll eat that first. And that tells me, okay, I'm full. And then if I'm not full, if, if that's all gone, I can go to my, what people consider a carbohydrate. Um, and it's not to say that carbohydrates are bad, but uh, they traditionally are not burned off as fast and they don't keep you full. So protein is good because it keeps you full and vegetables are good because they provide your energy, vitamins, minerals, and don't get stored as fat. Carbohydrates are good. You don't, you, you need them, but most people in the traditional uh, diet has too many carbohydrates um, and, and it ends up just getting stored as body fat. So those three things um, with an emphasis on water and then getting your good protein in and getting your vegetables in would be the, my three things that I would focus on. That's a great advice. I really feel like that's great advice. And in a world where many people eat out and when they do, they tend to eat a lot of carbohydrates and you know, the bread, sometimes I see these bread people are eating and I'm just like, wow, you know, it's, it can, it, you know, it's okay, but there are some times where it's a lot of, a lot of carbohydrates. And so that's really, really good advice. Um, is there anything else you want to tell our listeners tonight um, before I ask you about your own spiritual tools, Doug? Um, no, the, the only thing I, I would say is, you you just have to I, I write about this a lot and uh and this may bridge into bridge into spiritual but um I think the first thing, you know, a lot of people are probably listening and they're thinking, Okay, I need to change, I'm I'm ready to change. I think the number one thing you gotta do before we even look at exercise or nutrition is what I call find your why. So why do you wanna change? Because a lot of people come to me and come to our team and they say all right, I want to lose 10 or 20 pounds. And we ask them and we say, and they say, why? Well, I'm not happy with my weight. And we ask them why again. And they say, well, I'm not comfortable in my clothes. And we ask them why again. And we keep digging deeper and deeper and deeper, and, you, and, they find, and we find out that maybe their why is they want to be able to keep up with their kids or they want to be healthy for their daughter's wedding or they want to, you know, be able to fit in a certain size pant for a, a trip that coming that's coming up the that will get you you know if you wake up every morning and you know that your your inner why that the, the reason why you want to change has a meaning that can kind of hit the emotional side of things that will keep you motivated to stay on track whereas if you're just focused on you know okay i gotta get a certain number of grams of protein in i gotta lose 10 pounds that's not going to keep you motivated and, and you're going to go back to that whole yo-yo effect. So my biggest piece of advice and, and try, trying to summarize all of this is it really starts with finding your why and, and really 
understanding why you want to change because it's not what the scale says. It's usually a, a much more deeper meaning than that. Mm. Oh, absolutely. So um, I will ask you, since this is spiritual tools, um, do you have um, a spiritual tool that you use for yourself that you'd like to share? Um, I don't know if it's spiritual, and I, um, but I, I will share it because I think it's helpful. Um, as, as a business, and I talked about this a little bit in the beginning, as a business owner, you have, you have so much stress. Your, your mind's kind of going 24-7. You're trying to balance work, life, et cetera. Um, and, and what I was finding over the last couple of years is that I was, I was always, um, I was, you know, I would wake up in the morning and I would think right about the business and I would get home from work and I would still be thinking about the business and my family life was suffering. My social life was suffering. Um, my physical life was suffering. Everything else was suffering, um, because I was always concerned about the, the business and um, at night I would have trouble falling asleep because I couldn't stop thinking about it. And something that I do very pretty much realistically twice a day now is something that I call box breathing. Um, and if you're not familiar with it, you um, it, you basically in your in your mind you trace a box, a four-sided four-sided box that has um, you, you inhale for four seconds. Hold for four seconds, exhale for four seconds, and then hold for four seconds. And what I usually try to do is when I wake up each morning before I even get out of bed and start, you know, checking emails or cooking breakfast or whatever it may be, I'll just simply lay there and uh, do four minutes of box breathing. So four seconds in, hold it for four seconds, exhale for four, hold for four. And that just kind of gives me a, a good kind of vision and, and kind of sets the day off on the right foot. And then I'll do the same thing before I go to bed because it just kind of helps me calm down and, and kind of uh, rewind from the day. Nice, nice meditation. <laughs> yeah. That's great. That's great. Um, so, Doug, people can find you at SperlingTrainingSystems.com. Yes, the uh, Sperling. I have two websites. Um, I have uh, SperlingTrainingSystems.com, which is the gym's website. Uh, you can find information about you know our services. You can see client success stories, um, and then there's a blog on there that is uh, fitness and nutrition. And then I also have my own uh, personal brand, Doug Sperling, which is dsperling.com. Uh, and there I talk a lot more about the business side of things and um, kind of your professional development, your personal development, looking at uh, time management and going into um, changing your life outside of fitness and, and more so the other things that are involved aside from fitness. Awesome. Well, Doug, thank you so much for being on the show. I really appreciate it, and thank you for all the amazing information that you gave to our listeners. I'm very, very appreciative. Yes, thank you. I appreciate you having me on, and hopefully uh, people are now motivated to go change their life. Awesome. Thank you. Thank you. Have a wonderful night. Okay. See, I told you it was going to be an inspiring show. Isn't that very exciting? Um, I can't say enough about um, you know, how exercise has helped me, but especially um, the model that Doug has created is just really phenomenal. Um, 
I, I did also want to talk about foods that are good for your intuition since this is about exercise and also nutrition tonight. So these foods are both good for your intuition, boosting your intuition, and also enhancing your IQ. So I'll go through some of these, and um, hopefully you're using some or all of them. So the first one is fish oil, and it's so important. And I will say I have a friend who um, is an eye doctor, and he was telling me that um, it's so important that when you buy fish oil supplements that you get it with the little fish because it ha- it's more potent, the smaller fish. So you want to buy the fish oil with the, small- with the smaller fish um, in it than the larger fish, and it will actually say on the bottle. So that's really important. But fish oil is very important for brain function, and it's really good for the body. It really does help. The other um, vitamin that's really huge um, for intuition and to enhance your IQ is vitamin B. And vitamin B really helps with um, your memory and your mood, and it really does um, balance you out. Now, foods that are high in vitamin B are turkey, beans, lentils, and bananas. So if you're eating those, you're getting your vitamin B, but it is a vitamin B. Now, breakfast is important as well, and that's big for um, intuition, for boosting your intuition, so having breakfast. And breakfast could be, um, you know, it could be a green smoothie, uh, which is is really fantastic way to start the day. It could be some eggs, some oatmeal, um, but you want some protein or some type of protein thing to start the day. So that's going to be really important for you. And antioxidants in general are very good. So blueberries, cranberries, artichokes, really important antioxidants. Ginkgo biloba is also really good, helps um, with focus. And I find I drink a, a, a ginkgo clarity tea um, usually during the day when I'm doing my sessions, and it's amazing. It's by Yogi Tea. It's a really great tea. Avocados are so good. They actually increase blood flow, and um, they help to lower blood pressure. So avocado is very good. Fish is one of my favorites. Um, so fish is good if you if you do eat fish. And then also lean meats are very good for um, for the body. And especially when you're a channeler, I think it's really important that you have that energy. Vitamin E is also important. Um, and vitamin E is found in green leafy vegetables, green vegetables and nuts, um, things that Doug was talking about. And um, one of my uh, other favorite um, things to eat is actually goji berries. Goji berries are really good for the body. So the next two weeks I have um, some exciting guests on and I will be doing giveaways for the next, let's see. Oh, they're telling me I'm going to do the next three shows. So the next three shows I'm going to be doing, um, after I interview my guests, I will be taking on-air callers and I'll also be doing some giveaways to celebrate um, me doing this spiritual tools show for six months and thanking you, my listeners, for being here and um, being a part of this, being a part of uh, spreading the word of spiritual tools, of vibrational being and wellness. So we're moving toward the end of the show, and I want to thank um, Doug Sperling for being on the show. And I'd like to um, to end with um, with a meditation, with a guided meditation. 
So I'm going to ask you, um, if you can, go ahead and close your eyes. Just take a nice, beautiful, deep breath in. Hold it and exhale. Relax your shoulders, your eyes, your eyelids, your eyeballs, your cheekbones, your nasal cavity, your ears, your earlobes. And just drop into this moment. If you can, bring your feet firmly to the floor. Allow your hands to rest on your lap. Just allow your breath to go in and out of your nose. And as it does, just start to allow yourself to let go. Start to feel your chest cavity opening. Start to feel your heart deepening. And as you inhale and exhale, see if you can expand your lung capacity. And as you expand your lung capacity, start to breathe in joy. Breathe in images that bring you joy. Breathe in places that bring you joy. Breathe in words that bring you joy. Allow yourself to rest in your own being. Rest in your own light. Just arrive here. Be open. Be gentle with yourself. And now I want you to imagine you can feel a beautiful, brilliant, bright white spiraling light spiraling down around you, just filling you with love and joy and peace. And this energy starts to move around you quick, 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 fast, 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 like a vortex, a vortex of energy just spiraling around you. And I'm going to say some affirmations, and you'll fill, fill in the words. I am, I can, I embody, I know. So just fill in the words for yourself as you hear this again. I am, I can, I know. I trust, I embody. And just feel the light of your heart and know that you are a vibrational being here having a physical experience. And know that you are one. You are one with the earth, you are one. You are one with the stars, you are one. You are one with the moon, you are one. As you breathe into your oneness, into the light of all you are. Know that you are loved. You are loved beyond loved. And as you go out into the world, as you open your heart, as you feel with your heart, as you listen with your eyes, as you speak less and listen more, may you be filled with joy and love and light, peace and truth. I send you vibrant blessings of love, of light, and peace. Until next week, may you be well, may you be one, and may you live with vibrant light. This has been Melissa Boyd with, with Spiritual Tools. Be well. Good night, everyone.
Okay, round two. Name something that's not boring. A laundry? Ooh, a book club. Computer solitaire, huh? Ah, oh, sorry. We were looking for Chumba Casino. That's right. Chumbacasino.com has over 100 casino-style games. Join today and play for free for your chance to redeem some serious prizes. Chumbacasino.com. No purchase necessary. Forward, prohibited by law. 18 plus terms and conditions apply. See website for details.